I am so lucky. I managed to go away on an international trip quite recently and got home. And now with what has developed in just the past week with the identification of the Omicron variant makes me realize, man, I may have just snuck that in under the wire. Or at least if this had happened prior to me leaving, I would have had serious thoughts and serious considerations about should I go or not. And I think that is anybody who is considering travel right now is thinking, what, maybe, maybe not? Because Canada on Tuesday said it's going to require people arriving internationally by air, except from the United States, to take a COVID test. And industry groups are saying that that's going to cause chaos and long lines at the airport if passengers are expected to get tested as they come back. It's a random system now. Having been to Pearson to fly out on a Saturday, this is before any of these new rules came in. Let me tell you, the thing was chaos before. Just madness. I can't imagine what it will be like going forward over the next couple of weeks. By early next week, Canadians and all other foreign visitors who travel to the United States by air will have to get a COVID-19 test no later than the day before their departure. U.S. President slashing the current 72-hour testing window for fully vaccinated travelers. Everybody's still fully vaccinated, but now we got all these tests, and now we have a serious chill on the entire tourism industry just as International travel was starting to come back. Andrew DeMores is the co-founder of Fly Trippers, which is a flight deal website. Joins me on the line. Hi, Andrew. Hi. So what do you think the industry or the impact on the industry, at least in the short term, is going to be? Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because it's the first setback after months and months of good news for travelers. It's been like loosening restrictions. Uh, always good news for the past months. Uh but uh, yeah, so with this new variant, it seems short term, it's going to be a little bit more risky to travel. Uh, there's always going to be that risk during the pandemic because you never know when a country will just unilaterally change their entry rules. Canada can always add entry rules. That's what they did this week. So uh, you have to be comfortable with being easygoing and being you know, kind of flexible to plans may change. Uh, and, and that's how you have to travel. There's no way around it right now. Okay, so then... I'm imagining there's a lot of phone calls, you know, to travel agencies and to airlines right now with people saying, forget it, canceled, and I'm out. Uh, would you advise that right now if you have travel booked? Well, it depends on everyone's risk tolerance first, and it really depends on the destination too, I think. Like, for example, uh, I'm going to Miami soon, and there's literally no risk of getting stuck in the U.S. You can, you, you won't be stuck. You'll always be able to fly. Uh People right now who are in South Africa, when this all happened, they can be stuck there. They can't find flights that allow them to return to Canada. The flights are limited. They're extremely expensive. It's far away. So you, you can be stuck there. So that's it's really it depends on what the risk you're worried about is. Um, I think in, for most destinations, it's still early. If you're not traveling right away, it's still early. We don't know much about the new variant. Uh, they'll gather data. Maybe we'll know in the next few weeks whether these restrictions will be um you know, reaching more countries. But for now, I think if you're traveling right away, it really depends on where you're going. I, I think the lesson, you know, for me is I have, you know, I have another trip planned in March of next year, an international trip. And like, I just, I, I just realized that even if things even out and it's all good and we go back to a slow reopening again, 
is this just real the reality of things can change in a heartbeat like if you were traveling on the other side of the world at the beginning of last week you would have not have heard anything about a new variant and by the end of the week everything had changed and so your your point about having to be flexible and chill about it is is uh, well received yeah i think it's really the most important thing if like people aren't don't live well with uncertainty or just really can't afford to get stuck somewhere for like for a couple of weeks um and it's probably best to stay a little closer to canada just because you know those those risks are the, the further away you you go um, a lot of you know especially developing countries have lower vaccination rates which makes it you know uh, more likely that more variants or you know that restrictions be added to those countries so it really um it's it's uh, it's a new reality i think um if you if you're like me if you're a passionate traveler you really love to explore the world you have to kind of understand that this is going to be it's going to be like this for again still a few months at least if not more because uh, this this is not going away very quickly so uh, it's better to kind of uh, plan ahead and try to prepare your trip and uh, ch- choose destinations that where you can minimize the risk uh, for those that were perhaps you know about to pull the trigger on a southern vacation maybe a, a resort in Mexico something like that, uh, what would you advise? Um, oh, I think it really depends on where you're go- uh, when you're going, pardon me. So if you're leaving in the next few days, uh, it's, it's, it's happening right now. And like, we don't know if this uh, first was Monday, I think that uh, seven countries were banned from entering Canada just the day after Tuesday, they added three other countries. They're all in Africa right now. So it's really not too much of an issue if you're going you know, somewhere else. But then again, uh, who knows if, you know, the variant spreads everywhere, the government could very easily say you're going to have to do a 14-day quarantine when returning, even if you're vaccinated. Uh, who knows? It's really impossible to predict, really depends on how the situation will evolve. Uh, so it depends on your tolerance for risk. If you if you can wrote, uh, do remote remote work uh, after coming back from vacation, you know, the risk is not as high. I mean, the worst case scenario, you work from home, but if you're going to lose two weeks of, you know, revenue and income during that quarantine. That's a whole other story for sure. Yeah, that is that is a great point. Andrew, thank you so much for your time today. Much appreciated. Thank you. That is Andrew Demores, who's a co-founder of Fly Trippers. And, you know, just keep in mind there that, you know, one other thing just to add into that mix is the WHO basically saying, if you're over 60, if you're over 60, you shouldn't travel internationally at all right now. Now, as I, as I pointed out at the beginning of this broadcast, nobody, and I mean nobody, is listening to the WHO on anything else right now. I mean, the WHO is saying these flight restrictions and these travel bans are ineffective, and they, you know, they disproportionately I- impact countries that uh, have, you know, have done nothing wrong. You know, in the in terms of Southern Africa, all Southern Africa did was say, "Hey, by the way, there's a new variant here. It's already turned out that there was transmissible transmission, community transmission in Europe prior to the identification of the variant in Southern Africa, and we now have uh, new evidence of transmission in the United States. The second case has now uh, been confirmed, and this one is from someone who did not travel overseas. In fact, it was at some kind of weird anime." Uh, anime conference in New York City. So there's a whole bunch of people dressed up as, I don't know, Pokemon or something like this, and they're possibly all now infected. Man, that Pokemon Go can get dangerous. Am I right or am I right?